Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode, special episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and my repeat guest is Adam Kirk. Adam, welcome back. Thanks, Henry. Great to be back. Excited, excited. This is the uh, second in a series of special episodes. We released one a, a couple of weeks ago. That was uh, episode 209. But it's a series of episodes that Adam and I are doing on online marketing. Uh, and in this episode, again, I have the pleasure of introducing Adam. Adam is uh, a partner, a friend, uh, and also he's provided me with services on my online needs, my websites specifically. His company name is Ustas, and they offer everything from website design, SEO, which we're gonna talk about today, and uh, marketing services, but they target small business owners. So they, their services and their pricing is in line for people like uh, small business owners. And so I have the pleasure of having Adam back on the show. Like I mentioned, we're going to specifically talk about in this episode from a business perspective mm -hmm. about search engine optimization, SEO, as you may have heard of it. This is a complex topic. It's a topic that's been around for quite some time, as long as we've had Google, really. Yep. And it's something that Adam, I mean, it, it paralyzes small business owners because it's so confusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's something that people spend incredible amounts of money on. As I just mentioned before we started recording, I was meeting with a, another client earlier this morning and, and unfortunately I didn't have, I didn't give her the right guidance and I wasn't able to chat with her early enough, but she has spent a lot of money on SEO with very little results. And I think, unfortunately, uh, we see that regularly. I know you do. Yeah. And people call you and, and are in search of help. Uh, so I mentioned uh, Adam was previously on episode 209. On that episode, as part of this series, we focused on SSL certificates, which is another big complicated topic, or it doesn't need to be complicated, but, it's, but it seems complicated because we all need to have an SSL certificate now on our websites or we're going to start to be blocked and uh, it'll be harder for us to be found on Google and through Chrome, which yeah. are the predominant browser and search engine on the internet. So go back and listen to that episode. A lot of important stuff there. Again, not, not technical from a small business perspective. So that was episode 209 that you can go back and listen to and you can find that at thehowofbusiness.com. So today is about search engine optimization. Before we get started though, I wanna announce again, a webinar that Adam and I will be co-hosting coming up on December 5th. So you have plenty of time to put it on your calendar, December 5th. And we are going to cover this topic, the SSL certificate topics, and other usability topics from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. We're calling it your website health check webinar. It'll be about 45 minutes, very informative. You're gonna get a lot of actionable information and good first steps to help you A, identify what your website might need so that uh, you're better found and more easily found by your customers and that it's producing for you, that it's converting, as we say, meaning people are responding, mm -hmm. either calling you or taking action on your website. Uh, and it'll all be, again, from a business perspective, it's free and we'll give you more actionable steps that you can take to, if in fact you've got some issues with your website, what to do to begin fixing them without spending a fortune. So here's how you register. You can go to the website, thehowofbusiness.com, but very easily what I'd like you to do right now is text the word how, H-O-W, 
just text the word how to 66866. That's 66866. So if you just text how to 66866, what'll happen is you'll get a text back from me asking you to provide your email and then we'll be able to contact you with more information. As you know, you've heard me talk about before, we don't spam anybody, so we're not gonna sell your email address or abuse it. This will just be to share with you information on the details of this webinar. But again, since most of us, including myself, we listen to podcasts while I'm at the gym or on the road, it's hard to remember to go to a website later. So just text HAL to 66866. Adam, so welcome back. If you want to learn about Adam and his history, his interesting journey, go back and listen to episode 209, where we then talk about, we talked about his journey to entrepreneurship, and then we did a deep dive on SSL certificates. Today, we're going to talk about SEO. So once again, Adam, welcome back. Thanks. Great to be here. Super excited. Yes. Yeah, so let's get started with it. What is SEO, search engine optimization in non-technical terms? You said it already. Search engine optimization stands is what SEO is. Basically, the long and short of it is it's optimizing your website for search engines. Um, that's I and mean, we could end the, we could end the podcast there. That's basically what it is. <laughs> exactly. It's it's taking what you have on a website and saying, hey, we're making it Google friendly. I'll give you stats later, um, but basically so much of business happens on search engines. People are using Google and others uh, these days all the time for business related things. So it's making sure that you are found, period. Right. And, and you know, there are other search engines, but Google dominates by far. So if yeah. we worry about Google, that usually covers us just fine for the other search engines that are out there like Bing and others. Right? Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, statistically speaking, it's so interesting. When I was doing some research on this the past few weeks, uh, they say 65 to 75% of all online searches happen on Google, like on, on what they call Google's core thing. Like you go to google.com and put in a search, 65 right. to 75%. The interesting thing is though, Google actually owns, uh, obviously Google Maps, uh, YouTube, Google Image, things like that, 90% of all searches that happen on the internet are on a Google platform. Wow. So that's, they call it the Googleopoly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the other component to it is a browser and Chrome. Exactly. Has, has taken over, right? Yep. I mean, Chrome is, is the most used browser. And we know that because when we look at what's called analytics, the, the details behind who's coming to our websites using what tools, because mm -hmm. all, all of that is available. Yeah. Uh, we, we can see that. We see the numbers. I see it on my website and everybody sees it. Chrome is the number one browser. Yeah. And, and exactly. With, with that whole Google thing, I've had clients ask me before, so why are we catering to Google? Like there's lots of people out there who don't want to. They'll use other right. things. They'll use Bing, that whole kind of thing. Why cater to them? Because they have the edge and because yeah. they're the ones who make the rules. That's right. Yeah. If you, if you want to play by the rules, you got to play by what Google says, even though they... Yeah. And that's a great point. Like it or not, you know, I've been frustrated over the years, for example, as a user of Google AdWords, because yep. as a small business owner, boy, they, they really, I hate to say, it, but they really don't care mm -hmm. about my, my small business and whether I get locked out or whatever. So I've had major challenges with Google. But to your point, the reality is they are beyond the 800 pound gorilla. They are in. <laughs> Very well put. 
Yeah. yeah. And for the foreseeable future. So search engine optimization is about making sure that your content on your website or that your website rather is found by the people who are looking for the products and services that you offer. Exactly. And, and the name of the game, uh, you may have heard some terms like, you know, first page or above the fold, those kinds of things. What it means essentially is that when someone searches for something that you offer, let's say it's uh, widgets, so I'm searching for blue widgets, you need to appear at least on that first page of what's called organic results, and we'll define that in a moment, but that first page or otherwise very few people click on to the subsequent pages. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Statistically speaking, I don't, I don't know the specific stat, but yeah, the high nineties of the percent only stay on the first page. On the first page. They're going to click on one of those yep. results on the search page. If it's a physical type business, the map is really drawing a people's attention. So those businesses that happen to end up in the one of, you know, three or four, that'll display before you have to click on show me more. Yep. Those are going to get the traffic. Yep. So, and because more and more in just about every business, there are exceptions, but if you're listening to this is because your business, that's one of the ways you attract new customers Yes, is through the website. We got to get found on Google. And so search engine optimization is about making sure that we have a fair chance of getting found when somebody searches for what we sell or offer. Exactly. Yeah. I, I explained it this way so many times to clients, they say, so why is it all online? Why is it search engine optimization so important? And I say, back in the day, I'll date myself. Like we used to have those phone books, you know, those three, four, right. sometimes six inch phone books. Right. That was how businesses got out there. Um, those, I don't know if they do still exist. I haven't seen one for years. Those are outdated. They're not used anymore. It's all online. Like yeah. anytime somebody wants to engage in a business, high 90% of the time they're searching online, they're searching on Google. Um, and so people, people ask me often, why is this important? What does this matter for my business? And so we, my team and I were just talking today, we were come, trying to come up with a way to explain what is, what is search engine optimization and how is it, why is it so relevant? And we came up with this. A website without search engine optimization is like a lighthouse without a light. Mm, love that. And it's, if you think about it, it's so true because a lighthouse is, is, has a function and the function is to be found. Okay. Your website has a function. Its function is to be found to promote your business. But if that lighthouse doesn't have a light that's spinning around for ships and planes to see, it's worthless. Mm -hmm. It's not doing its job. People are going to crash. Same thing with your website. If you don't have search engine optimization, it's a sitting duck. It's sitting there looking pretty, but nobody's noticing it. It's not being found. And right. so search engine optimization is the light inside of the lighthouse that enables people's websites to be found. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love the imagery of that. And I think we can play off of that throughout this conversation because, yeah. because the, the other option then is as we get more into it is that, okay, the light also has to be very focused yes. so that it can see, right? That light beam on the, on the uh, lighthouse is very focused and I can see it from a distance. Uh, otherwise, you're howling at the wind, right? And, and that's what sometimes we do with our marketing budget in small business is that, you know, throw it out there, but we end up being a needle in a haystack because there are millions of sites out there on the web, on the web, and we're trying to get found, right? Okay, so good. That's a great way to put it. Um, so let's segue into a little bit of since, since it's all about getting found on Google, and it's all about ideally being on that first page or on the few listings on the initial map. Uh, and ideally above, I mentioned above the fold. Above the fold is a concept that 
I see my listing before I have to scroll up. And it comes from the newspaper term when we used to, you know, receive a paper folded and we wanted the headlines were above the fold. So that's where that term comes from. Um, now that, you know, I, I think as long as you're on that page one, you're doing pretty darn well, but the higher up, the better, obviously. And this is what in what's called the organic search, which is the, the searches that are there naturally because Google has found you and identified you and will come back to how it determines your rank and where it puts you. This is separate for where I might pay for an ad that will appear at the top or on the right-hand side. Um, so that natural result is what we call the organic search. But what is Google looking for in a website and hence the strategies behind SEO? What are some of the things that they have always been looking for and are still looking for? Yeah, very good question. A question that gets asked quite a lot. Uh, we'll go through the short version of this because the long version says Google looks at over 200 different factors mm. when they rank websites. So we're obviously not going to even come close to looking right. at those 200 things. We're going to look at the top five. You know, in realty, what do they say? Location, location, location. In websites, it's content, content, content. One of the, and, and there's no way that I could say this is number one, number two, number three, because this right. is constantly changing. One of the highest things that Google looks at is content. They want to see that you have legitimate, original, creative, quality content on your website. So if your website exists of one page and you've got three sentences on it, ain't cutting it. If you've got multiple pages, you've got content that you've written or had someone else write for you, you're spreading it out on blogs, doing things like that. You're getting your content out there. It's on your site. That's a huge uh, rank factor, rank indicator for Google. So that would be one of the highest, highest ones. A second thing that has uh, become very prevalent, one of the top five in the last few years, especially has been page speed. Um, mm -hmm. That mostly goes with mobile uh, searches. A lot of people obviously are searching on their phones, on their tablets, things like that. Uh, I don't have those stats in front of me, but I know that um, I think it is most people, if a site doesn't load within three seconds, they're gone. Really? Most small business sites take 11 seconds to load on a mobile device. Wow. Wow. So. A lot of stuff's getting lost if you have a slow, non-responsive website. Uh, so yeah, page speed is huge. And let me just interrupt you there on page speed since we're on it. What what uh, is causing those delays typically on people's websites? Well, the biggest thing, I don't know the term responsive website. That's a hot topic these days. Basically what that means is you if you have a responsive website, it's three designs. Your, your website has the same content and same pictures and everything, same design, but it's designed differently for a laptop or a desktop computer. The design is laid out one way. Then if you have a tablet, it's the same stuff, but it's laid out different. It's actually a separate design for your tablet. And then obviously a complete separate design for your phone or other mobile device. Um, so basically somebody goes on to your site on the desktop, they're going to see it one way. It's going to be laid out this way. They go onto it uh, on their phone an hour later, they're going to see the same stuff, but it's going to be laid out differently. It's going to load a whole lot faster. And is part of the reason why it lays out faster is and part of that is the images are smaller. Is that part of it? Part of it is they're smaller. It's also just laid out different. I don't know. We've probably all seen those websites that aren't uh, responsive. You go into it and, it's, and you're on your phone and you see this whole thing. You kind of have to zoom in. It's just shrunk. Yeah. It's just shrunk. 
But why does that affect speed? The fact that it has to shrink it, how does that affect speed? A lot of it is is um, the way in the back end. We don't want to get okay. too technical. A lot of it is in yeah. the back end. A lot of it is the optimization image. Process that to, to shrink it down. And that's yes. taking up time. The image sizes are taking up time. All of those things are taking yep. up time. If you're basically taking a whole site and trying to Shrink put it in it. here, otherwise you're scrolling, it loads as it scrolls, things like that. Okay. Yep. All right, so I interrupt you. Content, speed, which relates to mobile, yep. and then what else? Um, the other one being, tying into the second one there is responsive website. Responsive website. If you have a responsive website, you're gonna rank a whole lot higher than if you don't have a responsive website. And, and we've touched on this before, and we may have touched it on a previous episode, but again, that's because Google knows that most people are searching on their phone. They're trying to continuously optimize their user experience, meaning people using Google. Therefore, they know that, that a good website is one that people can access effectively and efficiently and quickly on their phone. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they're looking out so, for themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. At the end of the day, then that's, that's an important thing that people think Google's out to get us. Google's trying to do very, one very simple thing, and that is to provide the most relevant search results for what most people are searching for. Yes. Right. Very well. Not put. to serve my page or a promotional page, but when there's a lot of factors, like you said, over 200 factors that go into it and it's ever changing, but all they're trying to do is be the continue to be the authority that when I Google something, I know I'm going to get valuable results. Right. Yes, that's exactly. Very well put. All right. So responsive, again, that's a term that's being used or has been used now to mean like you described that my website is designed technically to adjust from a PC screen to a tablet to a phone screen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that would be the third of the five uh, main factors that Google is looking at. Fourth would be website security. This is what we touched on in the previous episode. Um, and just like you said, again, Google's job is to provide the most relevant, good quality content. If your site is not secure, Google's going to say, hey, you've got some issues on your site. We're not going to rank you as high because we don't want to offer that to our clients. That's right. So that's, the last thing I want to say is, Oh, Google sent me to a site that had a virus on it or exactly. stole my credit card information or whatever the case might be. Exactly. Um, so also that's number four, number five, and this is a more complicated one. Just a general thing is what we call on page optimization. Um, and we'll touch into the details in this in a second, but that basically, uh, included in that package is things like uh, your title tags, your meta descriptions, your images, your navigation, your schema tags, things like that. Generally put all together, Google looks at how your website is structured. Like if you look at a house, the framing of it, the drywall of it, all that kind of stuff, that's, that's what all these things are, is how, it's, how well it's put together of a site. Yeah. Great. All right. So that's good. So th those are five things that, that are very actionable and I want to go back to number one, because I think that's the most actionable and the most important. It's all about all of these other things are somewhat technical and important. But at the end of the day, if your website has good, relevant, high quality, fresh content, it doesn't have to look pretty, doesn't have to have a bunch of pictures. If that's what the person who's searching for is looking for mm -hmm. and you deliver content that's valuable, that's the winner, right? Exactly. Exactly. And even just in doing research for this podcast, there was times where I was Google searching different things and I would come up to somebody's blog. And if it was a blog that had two paragraphs, I skimmed over it and I was done. But if it had 
several pages worth of written content. It was quality. I could tell the people knew what they were talking about. It was from a reputable source. You stay on that and you read that. So yeah. again, it's just proof of content. Even in some, in some cases, in some of those cases, Adam, it might be a, a, something that was written a couple years ago, you know, or, or yep. even more depending on the topic, you know, SEO is something that stays. But I read an article recently, I did the same search and it was like two years ago and it was still good quality content from a reliable source. Yep. And it had a, you know, it's very evergreen because it, because it's still valid. The principles of SEO have not changed much, have they? Principle wise, no, but in the back end of it, like what Google looks for is what Google looks for. And so I want to come back to that technically for a moment before I come back to content, because I wanted to make this point at the outset. Would, would you say that the days of being able, at least at most of our levels, I'm sure there's still a way, but the days of easily tricking Google into, <laughs> into ranking me high, those days are long gone. Is that fair? Yes, that's very fair to say. I was just, <laughs> I laughed because you said that and I was just on a website probably three or four days ago of this lady, she owns a small business and in the footer, which is basically the bottom part of your website. She was, she was keyword stuffing. Oh my word. She, and I've, I've seen, I've seen bad, but this was by far the worst. It was probably four to five paragraphs of keywords, like keyword comma, keyword comma. And she listed the first paragraph was all of the probably 25 cities within 25 mile radius of where she was just comma, comma, comma. And I'm like, wow. You get blacklisted for doing that kind of stuff. But but, uh, eight years ago, that worked. It did. It did. And then now you now it hurts you. It doesn't. Not not only does it not work, you you will get down downgraded by Google specifically. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question. So so we don't do those things. What what we want to do on a website is is have relevant content. Uh, refresh that content. But, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I get it. We've talked about this before, Adam, and we've talked about this on the show many, many times with other people on the topic of marketing. That's, that's easy enough to say, but creating content is, uh, is not an easy thing. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not the easiest, but it's vital. But it's vital. Exactly. So we either need to be on a regular cadence where we create good content whether it's a blog on our site or additional articles or updating things or refreshing content mm-hmm. or adding pages with more content relevant to what we sell or offer, or you need to spend some money and hire someone to help you to develop that content. Yes. And in all honesty, I don't want to, I don't want to come across salesy. We've run into a lot of people who, who come to that brick wall of saying, I need content. I don't, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do this. They feel, they feel like they're hitting a brick wall. And they said, hire somebody. It's like, I'm going to pay oodles and oodles of money. It's not that way. Like for us at Ustas, we have several solutions to be able to provide people with content, blogs, social media, that whole kind of thing. There's other people, other businesses out there who do it. You are going to pay for it, but you're not cutting off your right arm for it. Exactly. To to get good content. You're not having to pay a fortune for that. That's not the case. Um, and the other thing I, I always tell people, as with video content, I think it applies as well. You're, you're not writing a novel here, right? Mm-hmm. Now you you got to you know write well and and check the grammar and typos, all those obvious things. But 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 it's okay. Write it in your tone that appeals to your audience that you're trying to reach. Don't try to be somebody else. It just needs to be relative, valuable content. That's what it all, that's all it needs to be. Exactly. I remember listening to another interview on one of your podcasts. I don't remember who it was. It was a younger guy, small business owner, and he had started a blog what several years ago. 
And he said, now looking back, he's been doing it for seven years or something like that. Now looking back at his few podcast, his, his original blogs, he laughs because it was so right. horrible and he's learned yeah. so much. But his point was he would have never learned all that and never gotten to the point where he is today as a successful blogger if he hadn't just started. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So if you take anything away from this conversation on SEO, I would say that one of those things, and we'll come back and summarize, I think one of those key things that you can take action on that is not going to cost you a bunch of money is just looking at the content on your website. Does it need to be refreshed? Have I not touched it in five years? Can I add to it? And again, relevant, real content. So depending on what you're selling, the service or or product that you're offering, information about that product, information about how to consume that product, how to evaluate it, all of these different topics, all of the things that are in the heads of your potential clients or consumers, you can add content related to, and that's going to help you with search engine optimization. Yes. And anytime that you, like for us at Ustas, our SEO packages or any other businesses who's has a solid search engine optimization package, it's going to include what we talked about on page optimization, which is yes. the structure. It's also going to include off page optimization, which is content. Okay. Like what we do is we write articles, we do blog posts, we write stuff, we put it on your website, we get it off there on other people's blogs and websites and things like that. So a good search engine optimization package will include the writing of content. Good point. Good point. All right. So let's dive into a couple of those topics. Let, let's talk about keywords and then we'll segue into other on-page optimizations. But so keywords is another term that I think everybody, including myself, can be confused about as to how I, I get it, what it means at a high level. But let's explain it at a high level to start with, Adam, as to what it means in the context of search engine optimization. Okay. So basically, um, anytime you want to search on something, what are you doing? You're typing a word, a phrase, or something. It's actually moving more into phrases instead of mm-hmm. keywords. It's moving the key phrases. Um, you type that into Google and you see results. So how does, like we said before, there's so many things that Google looks at. One of those is keywords. If someone goes in and says, types into Google and says, uh, local search engine optimization for small business websites. That's a long phrase. You can make it shorter, whatever. One of the things that Google looks at is they pull out keywords there, small business, search engine optimization, uh, things like that. They'll pick out those things that are typed in a lot. They'll pick it out of that phrase. Then they'll look at all the options that they have of presenting for results. And they'll say, okay, this page uses those words a lot. It's a good website. It uses those words a lot. Here's a good page that has talks about that. Here's, here's it is as a result. So if you have keywords on your website, if you have a page on your website uh, written about that topic, that will be one of the results that comes up. Okay. Give me some tips on that then as I'm creating content. Mm-hmm. Um, let's use the example of my car wash business. So yep. As I'm creating content for my car wash website, Obviously, I want to include in my content the words car and wash. I get that. But what, what else, what are other tips and strategies that I can leverage? Because again, part of the challenge is uh, so will a hundred other websites have the words car wash even in my geographic area. So how else do I begin to apply this concept of keywords that are going to help me better get found, which is again at the heart of SEO? Yeah. Basically speaking, the first place would be what we call keyword research. Now, there are the DIY ways to do this. You can do your own research and things like that. It is also often a part of a package. The gist of it is you want to research when people 
look for car wash, wash sites, what are they typing in? What are the phrases or the words that they're typing in? You pick up those top 10 or top five words or phrases, and then you create content around those things. So for example, for you, say the top search things are uh, clean car wash in your city or new car wash or car wash free vacuums, things mm -hmm. like that. You right. want to say, okay, these are the five things that are being searched. Now it's your job to go content, 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 write a page or a blog post or something about those five topics right. and how you meet those needs. You do that, you publish it. It takes SEO takes time, but down right. the road, somebody's in your, around your location is going to type in car wash with free vacuums. Your site's going to come up and that page is going to come up as like, Hey, here's Henry's car wash. It's got free vacuums. It's clean. It's everything. And here's how you get there. Yeah. So that's the long and short of it. Great example. Great example. Another example is we'll do charity washes at our, at our car wash. Well, like, you no, know, we just did a bunch this summer. We do them during the summer. So the local high school band will come to the site. We'll give X amount of the proceeds from the washes that day and they'll offer. So we do the free vacuums, mm -hmm. but they'll offer the vacuum for tips um, if the customer wants it and they'll have bake sales and so forth. Wow. So that's a perfect opportunity for us to then write a, an article, a blog post, a post on our website talking about how great the event was, how we, while we have free vacuums are, you know, they volunteered to vacuum for the customer. So in that article, uh, which also exposes the work that we do giving back to the community, I'm also using naturally these keywords. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And that's where it goes back to the bad practices. You don't want a yes. page full of car wash, car wash, car wash, <laughs> vacuum, car wash, free vacuum, car wash. <laughs> exactly. You want natural content that uses those keywords several times. Yeah. Again, if you overdo it, it gets messy. But. That's right. So, and, and so that example of writing a blog post, we refer to these things sometimes as blog posts. And remember not to get confused between a website and a blog, I see them as one in the same. Mm -hmm. um, and I think more and more now on your website, you should have a blog component yes, to it. Very much so. Because it's an easy way to add content without having the technical need to go build a page, yes. right? Yep. Um, so it's a real easy way for me to write a few paragraphs about this event following with this example. This doesn't have to be, you know, the, the writing doesn't have to be uh, at the highest level, simple language, but I'm including those keywords. I'm creating additional fresh content that's relevant to what people are searching for when they search for a car wash in our example. Exactly. Very well put. And blogs, again, is one of the things that Google looks at because it is regular content. It's natural. Right. It's from you. Huge, huge ranking factor. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about on-page optimization things. This is going to get a little bit technical, so we'll try to keep it at a, at a business level, but, but talk to me about that and what we're talking about there. Okay, so on-page optimization, again, I'll reference a house. If you uh, go to a new construction of a house, what do you see? They lay the foundation, and then they start studying up the walls. They put drywall on it. They're putting the electric cables through the walls. They're doing all that structure of the house. The on-page optimization is the structure of your website. So every page on your website has what it has a title, it has a meta tag, a schema tag, uh, this, all the technical terms, but mm -hmm. it's basically uh, for when people go to look on your site, they can see, okay, this is the title. This is what your page is about. Google uses that to say, okay, this is the content of the page. 
So, I mean, I don't know, without getting too technical, it's basically um, used for both backend for Google and for users to be able to see the, what your page is about, what your website is about. With again, the ultimate goal on Google's part being that um, you, you are telling me what's going to be on this page. That is in fact, what's on this page. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and you're not trying to mislead someone yep. by, by baiting them and switching them. Right. Yeah. So that's part of the, what they're looking for as well. But you're also helping Google determine, okay, you're to, this is what's going to be on this page. And in fact, then that's what they find on that page. So exactly. So when you go to Google search something now, you go to Google search car wash, you're going to see those top 10 results. You're not just going to see the link of the website. You're going to see what a brief paragraph about it. Right. That's part of the right. meta description yeah. where you can say, you can describe the page within a certain amount of things so that Google knows what it is. And so when someone sees those Google searches, they can read that description and say, that's not really what I was looking for. Or right. yes, that's what I'm looking. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Yep. And that's so important. And that's what's changed so much in search over the last X number of years. Right. And it's not just that one line, but you have to be strategic. And this is where I do think it's worth spending money to get help from somebody like you yes. to do that well, because that's, that's a technical skill. It is a technical skill. And even Without getting too technical again, there's new things that have come out in the last few years called schema tags. Mm -hmm. It's basically meta descriptions boiled down into a short amount of code, which Google looks at the code now instead of looking through the entire text of the page, they look at this one snippet of code, which tells them exactly what they need. And that's what helps them do things faster. Again, you and I aren't gonna be able to do those schema tags because it involves right. code. So, yep. Okay, great. That's good. I think that's, that explains it well enough without getting too technical. I'm just looking through the list of things that I wanted to make sure we talked about. We, we, we touched on this whole concept of the organic versus paid search. I just want to make sure we leave that clear. Uh, organic, again, is that what that refers to is when I search on Google, like we've been talking about, the, the list, everything other than an ad is called organic search. In other words, Google had found our site, hopefully, and has placed it on there because it believes it's relevant to what someone has just searched for. Yes, exactly. Uh, paid is a whole new ball game. That's not what we're talking about here with SEO. Uh, paid is when we pay Google through Google AdWords, or now they call them Google Ads now, uh, so that we can appear on the top and on the right-hand side. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. All right, let's, let's begin to summarize by the tool that you have available to help people identify where there are potential issues in their current website. Okay. Basically, we've put together a tool. We call it a, a free website checkup report. Uh, basically, it's a, a com very comprehensive report, uh, 15 pages, perfectly free. There's no obligation. We're not chasing you down afterwards or anything like right. that. Uh, it's a tool that we enable. It's basically provides you with a comprehensive report of how search engines are looking at your site. So we said this in the previous episode, the first page or two is pretty self-explanatory. It gives you a, you've got 35 out of a hundred in these seven different categories. Um, you can, we recommend when you do this report, take it back to the people who are currently doing your website and show this right. to them exactly. say, Hey, my site's not secure. Why aren't, why isn't it secure? Where I'm missing these different things, fix it for me. That's our first go-to. Take it back to whoever does it and have them fix it for you. Um, if you do all your website stuff yourself, or if you're not happy with your website or whatever, we can come in and fix stuff. But the, the report, um, it covers a lot of different ground. 
It covers missing things on your on-page optimization, like all those tags and descriptions. It says if you have those, if they're correct or not. It covers your website security, covers your social, it covers your off-page optimizations. Looks and says how many links out on the web are pointing back to your site, different things like that. So it's quite comprehensive. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and again, you can find that at ustas.com and ustas is double O-S-T-A, right? S-T-A-S. Yep. S, yeah. Forget the S at the end. Ustas.com. Yep. You can find a link to it on the show notes page for this episode at thehowofbusiness.com. Or you can join us for the webinar. Yep. And again, the webinar is coming up December 5th. Adam and I are going to tag team on this webinar. We're going to go into this topic again and the SSL topic and other topics related to assessing the health of your website, of your business website. Again, not from a technical perspective, but from a business perspective, like we've done here in this conversation, the takeaways will be some actionable items that, as Adam just alluded to, you can either take back to your technical folks or your current uh, support folks for your website, or you can come to Adam and talk to him about what he can offer you in the way of services. But it's you're going to get actionable content actionable information from this 45 minutes and it's free. Yep. So to register or to get more information, I'd like you to text the word how H O W to six, six, eight, six, six. So right now, take a moment, not while you're driving, but when you stop or after your exercise, text the word how H O W to six, six, eight, six, six. You'll get a text back from me asking you for your email address and then we'll get you more information about this free webinar coming up December 5th. We'll wrap it up a couple of different things here. First of all, I want to summarize both of our perspectives on a key takeaway, and it's okay if it's the same thing. Uh, my key takeaway from this episode for listeners is uh, two things. I'm going to do two things. One is stop ignoring the website and you know if it's bad that it is and you've just been kind of ignoring it. And I understand probably why, because it's painful and maybe you've spent a bunch of money on it before and you don't want to spend it again. And I get that. Mm -hmm. so, so take advantage of the free tool that Adam has, right, Adam? And, yeah. and you know, get, get it a fair assessment of what you do have. And then a very simple, actionable thing you can do is start updating that website and get on a regular cadence of updating your website with new, relevant, fresh content. Those are my two takeaways. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would reiterate that. Um, the one thing I want to mention again is just the whole concept of a website without SEO is like a lighthouse without a light. We said that in the beginning. Yep. If you have an amazing website, even if your website functions perfectly, if you don't, if you're not taking care of the search engine optimization, you're a lighthouse without a light, you're not going to be found. Um, exactly what you said. One of the best ways to do that, that's actionable. How can you can take care of it today, start a blog, start putting content out there. That's, that's going to make a big difference for you. Love it. All right. The next episode in this series will be on social media. So we're going to do another episode in this series of three episodes leading up to the webinar where we will cover all of this in more detail, but obviously with the benefit of audio visuals. Yes. Um, and you'll get to see us in person online live. So the next episode will be about social media. I mentioned the previous episode, that was episode 209 where Adam and I spoke about SSL certificates. And this episode, of course, has been about search engine optimization. Just, I'll just interrupt really quick, a little plug for the social media one. I am super excited about that episode. We've been making some changes to our social media stuff the last few months. 
and it's it's rock solid like we've got we've put together some really really cool packages to benefit small businesses and and not even not even pointing back to us just the whole social media in general there's a lot of stuff going on and it's it's pretty exciting for small businesses there's a lot that can happen out there to benefit your business absolutely so I'm thank you yeah, i'm excited about it as well and again it's one another one of those things that is a moving target for us as small business owners right yep. everybody has an opinion on it and we can significantly overspend in that arena as well and so that's why it's such an important topic for very small business owners like ourselves yeah all right. You can find out, as I said, more about Adam at Ustas.com. That's O-O-S-T-A-S.com. You can always, of course, find out more about us and the show and everything we've talked about here at the show notes page for this episode at the howabusiness.com. And then again, remember to text the word how to 66866 to get more information about this upcoming webinar, free webinar on December 5th. Adam, thanks for uh, taking the time to be with me again here today. Henry, thanks so much. It's my privilege. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Uh, folks, this is Henry Lopez. That was Adam Kirk. You've been listening to another episode of The How of Business. We release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.